This episode of the Series A podcast is brought to you by the Blockchain Founders Fund. The Blockchain Founders Fund is a global entrepreneurship and investment fund that focuses on adding value to emerging technology and blockchain projects with real-world applications. The Blockchain Founders Fund supports seasoned and first-time entrepreneurs across the key business function with a hands-on intensive go-to-market venture program. Our second sponsor is SGI Partners based in New York City. SGI Partners is a private investment firm that pursues compelling investment opportunities in middle market businesses. SGI has a flexible mandate to invest across the capital structure in control-oriented investments, ranging from strategic financing to buyouts, allowing us to implement innovative investment strategies that preserve invested capital and mitigate risk while driving growth and creating value. As an, inv- as an advisor to SGI partners, I help identify investment targets in my geographical area. Now on to this fantastic new episode. Today I have the pleasure to be speaking with Nir Padan, CEO at Olive Express. Nir is based out of Israel. And uh, Nir, welcome to Series A. How are you doing Thank this you, uh, afternoon? Thank you, George. This is my pleasure. Uh, Nir, uh, you are building or you have built a machine that uh, produces fresh olive oil at home or at the supermarkets, as I understand it. Why don't you tell us all about it? Okay, first, Olive Express, which I am the CEO of this company, is dealing with two very very ambitious program. We are about to apply the Nespresso model, the coffee Nespresso model into the olive oil market. For this reason, we have, and we did develop two different technology that they are combined for this special uh, purpose. The first, we are about to accomplish the development of of the first in the world household press machine, press olive oil machine. Uh, This machine can press in one batch three kilogram of olives that uh, basically you can get uh, 600 cc out of it. It takes one to one and a half hour and you get uh, the best olive oil uh, possibly can uh, can get. Uh, this is the first, and uh, the second is the olives. I don't know how many of you knows, but there are olives only fresh olives only on the harvest season, which is about two months. All the rest of uh, and you can press olive oil only from fresh olives. Means that the olives that you see on the store or in the the restaurant, they can only be eaten, not can be, they cannot press to be olive oil because the acidity level is very, very high. So what we did is we used two partners which are professors, very well-known professors, one of them passed away, Professor Shimon Lavi, 
The other one is uh, Professor Zohar Kerem, and they helped us to invent the technology allow us to maintain, to store, to handle these olives with a non-chemical process and allow ourselves to store olives and to use them for pressing all around the year and get fresh olive oil. And this is something which is very, very not simple. We already granted three patents so far, two on the machine and one for this extended shelf life of fresh olives. And we will very soon be ready to the market. Already raised some three and a half million dollars and we are now uh, seeking to raise some additional half to even $3 million in order to accelerate the way we are approaching the market. So uh, what are you doing with the funds that you have already raised? Basically what we did is we use it for the development. The crew itself, we are not getting any salary for a very, very long period of time. You must know it. Uh, we have our own equity, this is clear, but we are not getting any salaries and we are paying for subcontractors cost, which are the development companies for the machine, for the extended shelf life of the olives, for the patent, for the initial marketing we are doing now, for a very uh, big test. We, lately uh, did in order to evaluate uh, our capability of uh, approaching the market with the olives. And by the way, we got very good results. So this is why, this is the reason we, this is the subject, this is the goals where we use the, the money. And in order to approach the market now, we need uh, more money. Is the, money, uh, is the money finished? The money not finished yet, but we want to prepare ourselves. We don't want to stack. We need some more money in order to go for the phase of the certification of the machine. We need to go for the production phase. We need to license the machine in various countries, you know, in uh, Europe, in Japan, in America. And then this is the first uh, purpose for goal for the use of the money. The second is we, our business plan is not to manufacture olives by ourselves, instead to use existing premium grower and mills around the world where olive trees are planted and to license them our IP and knowledge in order for them to handle the olives, to treat them, to store them, to market them to those individual individuals, Olive Express uh, customer who will purchase our machine, small one, later the larger one. So local mills, local grower everywhere in Greece, in California, in Spain, in Japan, in China, they will provide the customer with the olives. So this is the second purpose 
of the use of the money, we need to establish station. In each country, we'll start with the one. The third, which is very, very important, since we already uh, accomplished the development of the olive technology, uh, we don't want to waste time. Our calculation shows that we will get a lot of revenues out of developing larger machine for supermarket and delis. Uh, and that's why we have to develop a new machine, larger, not three kilogram olives, but around 30 to 40 kilogram per batch. It, you will get like eight bottles per hour in a supermarket. And for this, we need uh, more than a million dollars for this development. So uh, near, you said at the beginning that it is uh, going to be the Nespresso for olive oil. However, uh, when somebody buys an espresso machine, they use it on a daily basis and uh, perhaps two or three times or even more per day. Once you uh, use your machine to produce half a liter of extra virgin olive oil, then how long will it uh, take for, uh, for your customers to consume it? And then, I mean, how often will they be using your machine? at home? Very good question, George, thank you. I would like to target few customer population, not only one. The first are many millions of two to five trees owner with no access to meal at all. There are dozens of million around the world, you know, in Greece, in Spain, all around the Mediterranean, they have few olive trees near their home. You must know that each tree bears like 50 to 100 dollar in all value presently olives fell in root so we believe this population will be our first and very good customer they don't need olives they do have and now for your question yes in new york in london in many other places even in milano even if in italy there are olive trees in milano there aren't because this is a city so this is a nice thing about it. They will have to purchase our machine and then they will have to have a subscription and get our olives capsules from the, from the type they will want to get it. And the way they will use it, we calculate that this individual, they will be prime customer of olive oil. As you probably know, in Greece, prime customer, average customer of olive oil, using like 20 liter per year. In uh, Spain, it's around 14, and this is the average, it's not the high consumers. So these people, if they are not more than one, like small family, they need to have like, operate the machine for maybe three batches a day and then stop for a few days. And after a week, they'll do the same. You can calculate the figures that I'm talking about, but what is more important for me to uh, explain is that our days, these, the people who know how to purchase olive oil, they are purchased 
only on the harvest season, it, the amount they need for all the year, because they know that even you see it on the shelf daily on the supermarket, all the oil comes pressed from the harvest season. So what happened is that there is a significant deterioration of olive oil attributes benefit following production. What we are about to bring the market is the opposite. From now, the, those individuals will want to purchase and use fresh olives. What they'll do, they will press small amount of oil weekly. And this is a very, very big change on the consuming. And uh, we believe same happening uh, in, uh, with uh, everything, with coffee, with uh, orange juice, with everything. People want to use fresh and to use pure, and this is the way to do it, to operate the machine. Not all the people will do it, I know. Suppose I am a consumer and I live in Madrid and I buy your machine. Where will the olives be from? Will I, will I have to choose? The, the olives will come from a Spanish grower in the beginning, which will team us. We will license our technology to existing premium Spanish grower we will do the same in America to existing Californian grower, same in Greece, same in Japan. So it will be like the revolution happened with, the, uh, with the, all the food. Uh, these very known, well-known uh, meals or grower they will start to sell their own oil, their own olives, but this time it will be fresh. It will be manufactured months after months after months. By the way, the mills can first time in history start work 12 months a year, not only two months, because after they will treat the olives on the harvest season and they will store the olives, they can use these olives on the mill to press and produce fresh olive oil around the year, and this is a revolution. Second thing they will do, they will provide the Olive Express customer, machine customer with capsules of olives, and the delis in the supermarket with larger uh, bags of uh, olives. Do you think the average consumer cares if the olive oil is pressed that evening or six months ago? Do you know, if you will ask uh, 20 years ago, any coffee drinker, if he cares about consuming a fresh coffee, he will tell you, I don't care. I don't see the difference. Same with fresh oranges. I think that once today we don't have, these people don't have any alternative. They don't even know what fresh means. They probably know that the battle has an, has an expired date, which is usually one year later after the pressing, after the harvest. They don't ask themselves what really happened between the harvest and the expired day. Well, the answer is very, very simple. 
the, the freshness, the acidity, all the good thing the, are, uh, the, there is a major uh, deterioration of the good thing which are inside. And that's why when we will approach the market and people will be aware to a freshness of olive oil, I believe many will start to use it. Do you have good olive oil in Israel? I believe only good olive oil, like good wine, has everywhere in the world. Main problem with olive oil market, everybody knows it, that because the customer are hardly find the difference between olive oils, and because olive oil is a matter of industrial process only, there are a lot of frauds, there are a lot of adulteration, and uh, all the market everywhere, all around the world, uh, this is the way the market behave. And we believe that once people will touch the olives, they will see it in their eyes, they make olive oil fresh out of it, this thing will stop. How will you be able to monitor and control the quality of your um, of the olive uh, tree producers of, of the olive producers around the world that you are going to cooperate? Won't it be easier if you just use your own olive oils and uh, produce them from one point and then uh, ship them to your customers? Okay. Olives, not like coffee, have their own weight. As you know, we are talking about three kilogram a batch for the machine. Three kilogram to, uh, to ship, it costs a lot of money. One. Second, the most important thing that the customer will look and see the olives in front of his eyes. And he, see, he will see how good they are they see that they don't have any, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Holds. Bad thing, you know, if you go to meal, you see what's coming in. Many, many bad olives are in. And of course it deteriorated the bottle after a very short time. So they will touch the olives, they'll see the olives. Uh, and then, you know, all the agriculture world is working today with the licensing. I mean, go and get to grow uh, any type of uh, fruits or vegetable because somebody licensed this or invented and let them do it. And so regulation are part of the things. And we believe that these two uh, will keep the honesty. What will be the cost of the machine for the customer? And uh, where, will now... you, where will you produce it? Okay, good question. First, we are now about four months. We are estimated we are about four months before accomplish the prototype machine. After four months, we have to go, if it works nice, and it's what we are estimating now, we will go to modeling and design. It will take like 
one to two months, and then we'll go to manufacturing phase. Our partner named Ilan Maimon is the owner of company named Hey Cafe. He has very extensive knowledge of household and countertop machine. He approaches us uh, about a year ago. He is now our CTO and under a contract, he will become the manufacturer. He has an uh, infrastructure in China where he used to infrastructure to uh, manufacture the coffee machines. And he will be the one to manufacture our machine. So he is our CTO. See, I mean, we are going, we know where we go. How much will it cost? We are estimating now that the end user will pay around 350 US dollar for a countertop. And uh, what about shipping costs? Uh, it's like, you know, it's a countertop. It's like a coffee machine. I don't know now exactly what are the prices. I know that they raised now because of the COVID. And uh, but... how much will they pay for the olives? Very good question. Olive oil price, price cost is varied among countries. And the treating uh, process that we are about to apply will cost the same, uh, I mean, same, different between countries. And what I can say is that we will compete and win against the premium olive oil that you know that are sold our days uh, for the premium customer. If you'll go now to Whole Food, to Bed Bath & Beyond, to Williams Sonoma, to CO & Olives, you'll find olive oil in large quantity with the price per liter from 25 to even 60 and 70 US dollar. We will be at the low level of this uh, cost. And so for the premium, customer, we will provide a better olive oil because we will use, we will team with the same grower that they are today pressing the good, this good oil, but this time the same oil will be fresh again and again, 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 and again, yearly round. Have you considered giving away the machine for free? Um, with the requirement that the customer stays on a subscription for a period of time, one or two years of course, at least? Of course we did. We don't have to be so clever as you probably know. There are many who walk this path before we arrive. You see the Nespresso model. We understand that if somebody wants to become a customer, he pay for the machine, but then he needs the olives. And so calculation is uh, pretty much clear. And uh, the customer will uh, be, will, will, will their hands be dirty after they use your machine? How does it actually no, work? Definitely not. We are thinking all the time about how the machine will work. Then, you know, most of the countertops, the, uh, we use for to prepare food. After you use them, you put them as they are 
on the, uh, the washer, the dishwasher. Same for the olives. And if you know, you probably know that olive oil come, is coming out with the soup and water. And uh, yeah, we are thinking about it, all the development, not, not only this, but also the noise level. If you'll go to a mill, you'll see it will, you will find it hard to talk with somebody there, but if you'll see how our, our countertop works, very, very science. And how do you press the olives? Okay, uh, if you go to a mill, industrial mill, there are three basic uh, phases over there. The first is the crushes of the olives. They crush the all, all the olives. I mean, they don't use the, the all, they use it with the pits. They crush it. Then there is another machine, Umalax, Udumalaxation, for this paste. And it goes like 30 minutes or so. And at this particular time, the oil, very, very small cells are uh, crushes or what's, and we can start and see the oil coming out. And now we have inside uh, oil, water, because all the olives has a certain amount of water inside. Uh, if it's after the rain, more, if it before, less, but water are inside. And the third, of course, are the hardware, the pits and the other stuff. And what this third machine is doing, usually they use centrif centrifuge in order to separate the oil and to pour it to the bottles. And this is the process. Our process is pretty much the same. We don't use centrifuge. Centrifuge is expensive. Centrifuge is noisy. Centrifuge cannot work on the kitchen. We are use different technology. And uh, also centrifuge is noisy. And so we are using here different technology uh, to, to provide the customer with oil only and not without the water and without the hardware inside. Mm -hmm. And uh, what happens with the pits? Do the, does the customer throw them away? The pits, after they crashed, can use for barbecue. You can throw it on your garden. Uh, anyway, these are not large amounts or quantity. Uh, if you want, you can just throw it to the garbage or so, but good stuff. You can use it for the garden and for the, what do you call the, what do you have? behind you on your right. Uh, what is the name for this? Behind you, you see the- The plant. Yeah, okay. But how do you use it in the barbecue? Uh, we, you need to have a process to dry it. You know, the, the amount of, the average amount of uh, hardware inside the, the olive is around 30, 40%. So if you take, three kilogram, you get 
uh, I don't remember what the name for this, but anyway, you need to dry it. And uh, on the industry, they use some glue inside. We have to think about it as well, but we, yes, we want to provide a solution as well because we think this is a green material and good stuff to use. Not only for barbecue, also for they use it for heating the room. And Nir, what will be the price of the subscription? Will you have uh, different plans? How does that work? So as I said, the basic price, the machine will cost 350. Maybe we will, uh, it will vary between countries or I don't know. And subscription, we don't have the final answer here. Depends, you know, I can only guess that if a customer wants in the beginning to purchase uh, like 10 bags or 100 bags, the price will vary, okay? And of course it will vary among the country. In Tunis, it will not cost like it will cost in South Africa or in, uh, in the United States. If you live cross uh, nearby to the, um, this olive station or you are far away or there are countries like Sweden, North Europe, where you don't have olives, so we have to ship. Yeah. But as I said before- It, it sounds like a logistic night nightmare. No, I don't think so. You know, this is all the agriculture world is working like this. I mean, everything is shipping by trucks, by ship. But what is important for me to emphasize is that we will compete the premium olive oil price. I mean, if somebody is paying today 20 or 25 bucks per liter of olive oil, our price will not be higher. Yes, but this doesn't happen in olive producing countries, in my opinion. You are uh, looking at customers in New York City or uh, Japan. There know. is no difference, George, there is no difference between New York and between Sweden. There are not olive trees in New York. They get it from California. Maybe there are very few other growers in US, like in the South or mainly in California. So it's far away. And you know, in North Europe, there are many, many agricultural stuff that coming daily from Africa, no problem. For the machines, are you going to work with distributors in each of your markets? The answer is that we are open to negotiate good proposal. We don't really, we don't, have must to be the front of the market. We don't. If a large distributor will come and say, I want to do it, I'm, I have a very good capabilities in America or in China, we might allow him to do it. And if, of course, growers, because definitely we are not going to provide olives from Israel. This is not a question. And definitely, if you are from Japan, you are not going to purchase, at the beginning at least, a olive capsules from Tunis. You will use your own, the Japanese one, because the logistic will cost money. And so definitely for the olives, we will allow existing grow and mill to do this 
to team with us, to share the revenue and uh, to make good business with us. About the machine, we have our own uh, production capability, no doubt about it, very good and proven one. But yet if a major other company will come and say, let us do it, if we'll get good proposal, we might consider it. So as a business now, you are looking for uh, one to three million, if I am correct. Why, uh, I mean, what are you offering for this? Is it equity? Are you looking to, to, to raise uh, a loan? Or if, why, why do you even need the money? If you, if you have the patent, why don't you just uh, work with the uh, manufacturer and the suppliers and ask them to share the uh, expenses since they are going to be sharing the, the profits with you? Okay, as I stated before, just to uh, emphasize again, the first amount of money, few hundred thousand US dollars, we need to accomplish our mission. We need to certificate the machine. We need to have the process of manufacturing. It costs a lot of money. And we need to certificate it for various countries. This costs money. The second batch of money, we need to establish two to four first treatment station. I can only believe it will be in South Europe, in California, might be in Japan. And you know, if you approach somebody, uh, a potential partner and you come and tell him, hey, I got good technology, but I don't have any money, his price will go up. We must have our own money in order to negotiate, in order to maneuver. The third is we need to develop a larger machine. Even here, yes, I'm negotiating an existing uh, olive press larger industrial company uh, and that we might come and do the development with them because we want to, this is very important, we want to maintain ourselves as a developer. developer. We can only estimate that there are going to be few types of machine, uh, smaller, bigger, it takes time, it takes knowledge, it takes time consuming, you must, in order to be on the development side, same for the olive types. So far, we dealt with five different types of olives, but as you probably know, there are more than 500. So if a Egyptian grower come and say, I want to be part of it, I want to use my olives in order to provide the market, I will ask him, what type of olives do you have? And if these types, we haven't touched them yet, we have to test it. We have to see how to use our protocol in order to get the best olive treatment for the best olive oil. And so we have a lot of work to do. Manufacturer is, we will do it if needed, but we prefer to team with others. They will only strengthen stuff if we work together with existing grower, with existing company, we will reach and um, 
approach the market sooner and we will be stronger. Are you going to be manufacturing in China? Yes, we will manufacture the small machine, the proto, the countertop machine in China. Yes. Okay. When we go to a larger machine, I don't think so. So uh, tell me again, what are you offering to the investor? Is it equity? Our, yes, our company valuation now is 19 million. So far, we raised three and a half million. We use for this like four rounds. The last round was uh, about a year and a half ago. And uh, where we used the valuation of $8 million before the money. And since then, we accomplished a very, very important uh, industrial testing. Uh, uh, and we, after eight months of storing our olives after the treatment, first time in history, we press these olives and we send the olive oil uh, pressed, been pressed to Italy, to, very, to a major lab. And the results we got are excellent means we can, uh, this technology of us is proven and the valuation of the company because of this reason is uh, jumped up. And I know in few months from now, once we will present our first machine in a major global fair together with these olives, the valuation will jump again. And so I can only suggest if there are interested investors Please call me. Let's talk. Of course. And in your opinion, uh, near what olives in the world are the best ones? I, my person, uh, you already asked me this question. Like wine, I think that there are very good olive oil around the world, everywhere. If the process, if the pressing is done by the protocol, which everybody knows what is the protocol, keep it called press, use only good olives, very good olives, not with the uh, insects inside and stuff like that, you'll get a very, very good olive oil. And so you can get good olive oil in America, in Mediterranean, in everywhere, in South Africa, in Australia, everywhere. And if you don't, it's because of adulteration and fraud and stuff like that. Uh, Nir, as we come to the close of our fabulous conversation, I would like to ask you, how did you come up with this idea? Do you have a background in olive oil production or what are you doing yeah. with, in uh, I your believe, life? <laughs> I believe that, uh, yes. What related to this is uh, first, I spent a lot of, I've spent a lot of time being a test pilot. I graduated as a test pilot in America. And as you probably know, test piloting is uh, confronting with uh, new ideas, new technology, technologies daily. We don't get afraid because somebody come and say, hey, I have a new things to show you or for you to evaluate. Second, when I become a civilian, I started to grow olives and I was surprised to find out that olive oil is a very, very, very good product. Nobody, you don't find nobody will say that olive oil is not good. It has 
very, very good characteristic, yet the market, the olive oil market is a very, very bad market all around the world. Because of what I told you before, because of the adulteration, because of the competition between the company, because the customer cannot identify from vision, from taste, from smell, what is a good and what is a bad olive oil. Very That's nice. where the idea come from. Uh, Nir, I would like to thank you for sharing with us the vision for Olive Express. We would like to wish you all the best. We will be looking at the progress of Olive Express and uh, we'll talk again. John, I thank you very, very much. Please send me the links as well. Of course. Thank you.